Ijewai. Good evening. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'll be sharing short weekly dance stories with you during the Irish winter months between Samhain and Imbolc to make those long winter nights a bit less long for you. You will find a new story every Sunday night at 9pm Irish time. I hope you're cosy and warm where you are. Now sit back, settle in and enjoy the story. Episode 7 The Night Dip Good evening everyone. It's quiet here again and the last winds from Storm Barra have gone away. I hope the storm didn't do too much damage to you and your loved ones around where you are, your house, your shops and hope that you were all safe and doing good now again. The temperatures haven't been too cold. It's still between 6-7 degrees every day so the snow is gone again but I still felt that perhaps because this is the seventh episode which means I'm halfway through there's seven more to come after this one so there's only nine days left until the winter solstice where the days will be longer again but perhaps one or the other person might be a bit fed up with this weather and with the storms and with the cold that I thought maybe tonight I'll talk to you about a summer experience a very nice memorable summer experience in regards of dancing. So I'll take you back to summer 2017 to Whit Weekend which in Switzerland always means the one thing, set dancing weekend. There's this place by the lake of Zurich called Richterswil and there's a tiny beautiful hostel there in an old style house, in an old style villa perhaps even and the Swiss group Bundle of Fun have been organising set dancing weekends in that hostel for a good few years now. I'm sure you must know them or heard of them or heard their names or read their names somewhere. It's usually Eva, Manuela, Andre. So they're part of Bundle of Fun and they organise different events and amongst them two to three set dancing weekends a year in Switzerland and one of them being the one in Richterswil by the Lake of Zurich every weekend, which can be between May and June, depending on what weekend which weekend is. What I love about these set dancing weekends in Richterswil is that they attract many dancers from Central Europe. You'd have the German dancers coming in, you have the French ones, you have the Italian coming, the ones from the Czech Republic. You have some regulars from Ireland and England flying over, which is beautiful as well. Which we can't usually includes a bank holiday Monday. So I think it's four days of dancing. I'm not sure if they start Thursday night with a session or something. So there's workshops and Kayleys on the Friday, Saturday with one band and then the Sunday and the Monday with another band or with other musicians. 
and the ambience is just so beautiful and nice. And so because it is a hostel, you have all of these dancers staying together in hostel dorm rooms and I've never stayed there myself, but the ambience seems to be really nice. It feels like a big school trip for adults, for dance lovers, for set dance enthusiasts. And it's an all-inclusive weekend, so the people who stay there, they get a breakfast together, their lunches, their dinners, and there's, of course, tea breaks as usual. And if you come from abroad, you can bring in a cake to contribute to tea time. And it's just so nice, and people mingle and mix from all of Central Europe, and it's nice to connect with different dancers from different parts of the world and different parts of Europe. And the venue has a very nice wooden floor. Well, it's not really like a venue. It's basically the dining room of the hostel, but it has a nice wooden floor. And funny enough, some pillars. So as you set dance, depending on your dance partner or depending on the set dance that you're dancing, you have to be a bit careful of those pillars <laughs> during the house around or something. It would be house around and mind the pillar, perhaps, rather than house around and mind the dresser. But they're great fun and they're really lovely weekends. And during that particular weekend in 2017, I was still living in Zurich, which was handy enough because it was, I think it's like 20 minutes to half an hour by train to get from Zurich city to there. And the thing about living in Zurich city is that you basically have night trains and night buses going on at night that you can catch to get home. But during the weekends, you have several of them night buses and night trains. So I remember I could take the train, the night train at two o'clock in the morning and still be able to get back home to my apartment, which is so handy, you know, like I didn't need to stay at a hostel, I didn't need to book an expensive hotel or B&B, I was just able to get back home because I have no car. And that's just so nice. I remember many times like being there and enjoying the after session so much that I'd be like, ah, sure, I'll catch the next one. And it's no trouble. It takes you a bit longer because the bus does a massive detour to bring everybody else home. But you get home and it's just so handy and so nice. And speaking of the sessions afterwards, like the Kayleys would be over perhaps at around 12, 12.30. But the musicians would usually stay up and play music and there would be a session and then some informal dancing. I remember some of us getting up and dancing St. Patrick's Day. I remember people getting up and doing a bit of Shano's dancing. I remember dancing the back-to-back hornpipe actually with a dancer from Manchester, but I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. But that was lovely. So it's always good crack afterwards and the musicians are very inclusive and very friendly and very kind. I remember even once I went to the Cayley with a friend of mine who's a good fiddler, Andrea. And she was invited to sit in the session and kind of got the word around because I went over in the afternoon to her house to, to practice a bit and to play. And I was just playing the fiddle for like six weeks or something. And then, you know, musicians, as friendly as they were, they were like, oh, bring out your fiddle, come and join in. And but I know like a handful of tunes and they're like, ah, sure, it doesn't matter. You just come in and join. And I felt so embarrassed because like I was really, I was just learning. And I remember I wasn't used to playing at sessions yet because there were no sessions in Switzerland. I could join, I were like beginner sessions. But it was Mark Donnellan, Jim Curry and Charlie Harris that were there from the Tulla. And they were so welcoming, so inclusive. And I remember Mark going, go on, give, give us a tune. And I was like, why not? The Lilting of the Banshee, I remember it was. And Out on the Ocean. And I kind of put them two together. And they were like, okay, start. And so I started 
it in my pace but I remember him challenging me and like picking up the pace and it felt like being in a carousel and like trying to keep up with the music and kind of slowly panicking and he was grinning at me and like picking up the speed and I was like slow down slow down please he was I felt so embarrassed but I managed somehow I don't know how but probably sounded more scratchy scratchy rather than anything else but it's still a nice memory to have and still that wasn't the most embarrassing thing that happened that weekend because I remember there was a set dancing teacher there that I wasn't familiar with yet and we were chatting and I think he asked me to dance the next set with him or something. We ended up dancing together and they announced it and said, well, this is going to be the merchant set. And I was there happy out saying to him, oh yeah, I heard last year someone told me that the merchant set was written by someone who was teaching in O'Shea's Merchant Pub in Dublin. And that's why it was called The Merchant. And he was there nodding away and then we danced and everything. And I don't know how... We were talking about Merchant again. We were talking about this dancing teacher later that night with somebody and that person told me, oh yeah, by the way, he wrote the Merchant set and my face fell. I thought, you're joking. I said, no, no, he, he's, he wrote it. Like, And I felt so embarrassed because there I was explaining to the person where the name the Merchant set came from, whereas it was the person who wrote it. So it was actually Podrick McAnini himself who I was telling the story to and I felt so embarrassed afterwards, you know. Because I didn't know him, I hadn't a clue who he was. I had never a workshop with him. But I found the description online and it says, actually him and his wife, Roisin, it says here, the merchant said, we composed this set for the dancers in our class in O'Shea's Merchant Pub on Bridge Street in Dublin. The feature of the set is that each couple will dance in the first tops position. And it's a lovely set. It's one of the few sets that I feel confident enough, like dancing as a man or helping someone who has no idea of set dancing. And it's a very nice, easygoing set. And it's just, yeah, it was nice then to realize then, okay, that was Patrick, so who composed that set together with his wife. But now you're probably wondering why this episode is called The Night Dip. <laughs> I still haven't talked about it but the best and the fondest memory I have of that weekend is the night dip. I mentioned before that the hostel was next to the lake of Zurich so I remember many times before I had heard of people going for a dip in between the workshops or something and I think I might have realized they were going in for dips after the Kaylee but anyway I had never done that before and sometimes it was a bit cold, you know, the weather wasn't very good, but that specific weekend the weather turned and it was quite warm and nice outside, you know, one of the nice summer evenings. But like the thing in Switzerland is that when the sun goes down, it still stays warm, whereas in Ireland I've experienced as soon as the sun goes down, usually it gets pretty cold quite soon. I haven't experienced many days that it actually stays nice and warm until very late at night. So I remember finishing the Kaylee there with everybody and you were happy out, you were tired, you were drenched in sweat and I was going to change afterwards and then the dancers were there and saying, oh we're going for a dip, are you coming? And I felt like so drawn to it and was kind of between decisions on what to do because I'm not a very super confident swimmer but I knew at that stage I was gonna leave Switzerland to go to Ireland to university so I was like this might be one of my last chances to actually do this and go for this because I wouldn't go to the lake on my own. 
And for some reason, I didn't do that very often the years prior to that. So my friends, they were very encouraging. They were like, ah, come on, give it a go. Come on. I was like, well, I have nothing with me. You know, they're like, ah, you don't need much. Just go in, you know, just don't worry. And I was like, yeah, I don't have, I don't even have a towel. And then someone was like, oh, you can have my towel. You know, it was just so easy going. There was like no excuse. And it just felt like the right moment to go along. So on I went with everybody else and I remember the moon being out there up in the sky and the lake was so calm and nice. I think you see a few lights from the pier, from the promenade and just going into the water, going for a dip during the night after a Cayley. I mean, when else are you going to get to do that? You know, I've never been to a Cayley in Spain, so I don't know if people do that there, but it was just so nice and so refreshing and some of the Irish people there coming in. I remember seeing some of the musicians standing on the side kind of looking at us and we were like, come on, come on in. It's really nice. But they were a bit like, no, I don't know. <laughs> you know? And it's funny because I've talked to a couple of locals explaining to me that they would actually not mind going into the sea, even if it was rough for swimming or if it was a bit rough with waves and stuff they wouldn't mind going in there for a swim whereas they would be afraid or more afraid of going into a lake because they couldn't see the bottom or something there was just something about it that maybe frightens the person but I'd say it's where you grow up perhaps as well you know if you grow up by the sea of course you might be more confident swimming in the sea and not very much in a lake where Whereas if you grew up swimming in lakes, when that's what you're used to do, then you're not really afraid of jumping into the water and not seeing the bottom of the water and just like going for a swim there. But I just remember that weekend being so nice, and especially that night dip that was so refreshing, so nice, and everybody in there talking, chatting, swimming, cooling down afterwards, and it was just so nice, like it felt so adventurous kind of. And, you know, afterwards you could get out, dry off and you're not cold, you're not frozen. You don't need like a hot soup or a hot whiskey or something to warm you up, to warm your bones up or your limbs because they're frozen and you don't feel it anymore. It's just, it was just such a nice thing to do. And so, yeah, I felt like I wanted to share this and bring you all a bit of summery feelings. There was one more thing that I I would like to mention. It wasn't on that weekend. It was a different weekend. I unfortunately wasn't part of it. I didn't see that myself. But it's something that people still to this day talk about. You can take the train back to Zurich from Richterswil. But you can also go back by boat. And one of the weekends it was particularly hot and warm and beautiful as well. That the organizers decided to go back by boat with the musicians and with the set dancing teacher. I think it was Chris Eichbaum teaching at the time. And they just still, like to this day, they have that memory of the musicians starting to play on the boat. I don't know if there's any footage of that. I, I hope there is. I hope if, if you have footage of it, please let me know. Please show that to me. Please share it somehow, somewhere on the internet and show that and spread the word because it must have been an amazing sight. So they were playing on the boat and dancers were actually dancing a set on the boat going back to Zurich, to the harbour. So that must have been quite a thing, quite a sight as well. So who knows, perhaps next year this weekend will happen again. Perhaps one or the other person of you would like to go. 
I can highly recommend it. It's just such a lovely, beautiful weekend. Great fun, great people, great atmosphere, lovely, easy going dancing, great bands. That one weekend, it was some people of the Tulla and some people of Swallow's Tale. So that was really top notch music and a good variety of different set dancing teachers. So I'm going to leave you here now, hopefully with a feeling of summer and a feeling of warmth on your skin and a feeling of happiness. You have been listening to an episode of Ihewai, a storytelling podcast by Skielta Dosa. I hope you've enjoyed this evening's story. Feel free to pass it on to anyone you think might enjoy this or be happy about a bit of entertainment now during the winter months. If you wish to support my projects, you may send a wee donation to paypal.me slash I always appreciate every cent. The music you hear is Fairy Garden by Chris Collins and you can find it on IndieMusicBox.com I will see you again next Sunday. Have a lovely night and a good start into the next week tomorrow. Ihewai. <laughs>